Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Producer Marketing Podcast, episode 8. We're going to talk about how to sell more beats. We have DSB on the phone. How are you doing? Yeah, good bro. What about you? I'm good. I woke up early this morning. Makes me feel dope. good. What time did you wake up? 5.30. Dope, 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 dope. How did you get up that early? I don't even know. So I had the problem the last... <laughs> what time did you go to bed last night? Uh, 11. So right. like I went to bed a little earlier. So you had six hours sleep. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah, six and a half or something. Yeah, it's pretty. Okay. It's, it's okay. All right, bro. What about you? When do you wake up? When did you wake up? Um, I woke up at uh, 7:30 this morning because I finished work at uh, 12 last night. Right. So, yeah. All good. This is all. This is all good. I feel like if you work like later, it's probably. It, yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter. What matters is how much you get done in the day. Right, right. Perfect. So I said, or we talked about it, what would you say would be three things that you would suggest to every producer on how to sell more beats? Um, first things first, DM more people. You right. need to make more contact with people. Second thing is you need to learn how to do sales calls. And first thing is that your social media needs to have a culture around it. Right. You, you'll just be, you'll just make, give yourself a huge fucking favor. Um, I was speaking to a guy last night and I consulted him back in December and he went from making 1,000 bucks a month. This month he'll actually do 7,500. Oh. And um, I was doing a consultation with him and I... Um, I was basically just asking him how he's been able to grow his sales and his social media. He's got, you know, nearly 30,000 people that are actually all qualified buyers. Right. So if you imagine that you had 30,000 people come into your shop that have money, that are ready to buy, that are interested in your product, it's it, it becomes so much easier. And the thing that we teach in producer marketing about sales calls and so on and so forth, like, you don't need to actually really do them. You don't need to grind if you've already got people that are ready to go on your product. Right. So, um, yeah, DM more people, learn how to do sales calls. I, I've, you know, the, the funny thing is, is I only have about 70 customers in my business. Right. I don't have hundreds of customers, but I'm able to make the money that I'm making, A, because I charge a premium for my product, and I'm allowed to do that because of the service that I include and my services included with my sales calls. So if you remove sales calls from my business, I wouldn't be having, you know, the sales that I've got lined up for today. Oh. I was on the phone with a rapper yesterday. Um, I created a sale for today because I picked up the phone. If I didn't pick up the phone, the sale wouldn't happen. Right. Um, you know, if I didn't pick up the phone to the guy that, you know, um, I was speaking to yesterday, that would have been $300 not added to my business. If you can have $300 added to your business every single day, I guarantee that you'll be a successful online producer. So, you know, um, those are my three points. Right. Yeah, I really what like that. Yourself? Yeah, I feel like um, I did an email on that basically the first thing is really the ammo people because you cannot think if you have like if you dm five people 
you kind of think that one of them, you could be lucky and two of them buy, but this is like usually not happening. Like Grand Cadone says, 10x the things that you want to achieve, right? Like if you want to achieve a certain goal, like let's say 10 people, you have to tax 100, right? Yeah. At least, right? Because at the end of the day, you have to always go for 1%. Of course, if you know how to sell, you know how to overcome objections, you could increase your like closing rate at the end of the day. But if you don't tax as many people and you don't stay consistent by texting or being like presentive on Instagram because so many people don't get, yeah, uh, why am I losing following? Why am I? You don't post, bro. Like, if you don't post and you don't push out content... Yesterday, I did a post and it went viral, by the way. I have now 20K on this fucking post. It's, it's fucking insane. And this, like, got me so much more DMs. And that made me realize again, of course, DMing is so important. And the second point, be, like, active on social media. Like, David is putting out content and he gets so many DMs just by stories that he makes where he's really talking to his followers, to his fans, to his supporters, right? And this is something I feel like those two parts are the most important one. DM all people and be active on social media. Create your own audience, right? If, if David now t uh, told me about this, this guy has like 30,000 followers, just focus. I feel like he just has to have good content to make that happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know him. Yeah. Right, I have no idea what he's doing, but I can imagine how yeah, his yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was I that? Mean, <laughs> I didn't know that something playing in the background. It might have been an old podcast. I. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I mean his content does work for him. Right. Um. By the way, another thing that I want to drop. To, I mean, the guys that are listening to this are probably on producer marketing. Right. But if you're not, you should definitely consider joining. Um. I'm just playing. But the point that I was going to say was um, his content isn't actually beat making videos. He's posting beat animations, but the animations are unique. Right. So just as a little word of advice, and it's good that as we're doing this podcast in this moment of time, we haven't got thousands of people listening, um, is it start moving away from beat making videos and start thinking of ways that you can actually either change them up to be really unique or just go back to beat animation videos that have their own style to them for example i'm going to start doing 8-bit uh beat animation videos i'm going to start putting my brand around that i changed my brand a lot i never have more than like nine posts 10 or 12 posts on my social media because i'm always experimenting with what works so wow. that being said producers just as a little disclaimer if you want to stand out a little bit more everyone's doing beats making videos at the moment because they realized that beat animation videos died in 2018. So look at ways you can start to change that. Right. I also just want to handle, um, I got a DM from someone yesterday. I'm not going to mention their name. They're on producer marketing. And they said, I've had a consult. This guy's had a consultation with me in the past. And um, he's on the producer marketing platform. He's been apparently studying sales for about two months, which mm -hmm. I don't believe because otherwise he would have been creating the sales. Now, he may have been studying it, but there's there's a little bit of misconfusion. Uh, mis that's not even a word. There's a little bit of confusion 
in terms of his knowledge about sales. And as mm. we're on the topic of sales today, I probably want to cover that. Um, I actually asked him yesterday, um, there must be something that you don't particularly understand. And he was like, yeah, actually moving from the qualifier to the demonstration. Um, so if we could use that podcast to clear up why producers aren't making sales, like we have producers that are on producer marketing that aren't making sales, but then we also have people like Josh Harris who literally went from making zero bucks in one month all the way up to, what was it, 600? Right, or more. In the same month, he increased his income by 600 times. This is crazy. <laughs> If you can increase your income every month by 600 times, I guarantee that you'll You'll be rich (laughs) by the end of, you know, this year. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. So he'll probably go from making 600 bucks to, I don't know, 900 this month um, and then so on and so forth. Right. But um, I I, I just, I'm kind of dancing around this point, but. The first thing that I want to say for producers that are struggling with sales that are trying to sell in the DM, there is something that you do not know. There is something that you do not know. And I always say this, the difference between where you're at and where you want to be is how much you know. Right. So sure. if there's something that you do not know and where and you're not where you want to be, then there's something that you don't know. And how can you get that information? You need to fucking saturate yourself in content and also around people that can help you get there it's no good being by yourself when you're learning this is why we provide a 24 7 contact option in fact i was doing a sales call with a producer yesterday and he was adamant about getting the 24 7 contact option but i was a little bit adamant about him getting it because cena beats using our 24 7 contact option he rinsed the fuck out of it Oh, Shout out to Cena Beats if you're listening. <laughs> Bro, he, he was calling me at three o'clock in the morning, one minute past three. I'm joking, but it, it felt like it. Right? Mm. This guy was calling us left, right, and center. And he still does it, by the way. And I, I think it's really good. It doesn't annoy me at all because it shows that he's fucking using the, the product that me and Mark put thousands of hours in to create. Mm. Right? I'd rather him call us than not call us with the 24-7 contact option. And the, the, the point that I'm trying to make here is that you must learn from people one-on-one as well. Right. So if you're struggling with sales, oh, but I read a leaflet on how to become better at marketing. Oh, well done, bro. Would you want a fucking degree? <laughs> Do you want a degree in marketing? Oh, well, I learned about sales for two months. I used to be in a sales job. There was a, there's a producer on Producer Martin right now. Well, I'm in a sales job and I know how to sell. Well, you clearly don't. Because, <laughs> because if, if that would be the case, these, you would make money. Yeah, exactly. Right. And look, I, I'm, I'm not saying this out of malice to anyone, but the point that I'm trying to make, I'm trying to break down this big brick wall that you've got in your mind at the moment. You must get in contact with people to get the answers that you need as well. It's no good watching videos... And, and you know that you're failing outside of the videos and then kind of just getting a little bit frustrated about it and not getting any support. There's a reason that when you go to school, you're not learning from just a book. There's teachers there and there's also a classroom and people that you can interact with so that you can learn. If you remove teachers, 
you would be fucked. And if you remove the books, you would probably be fucked as well. You need both to get a rich learning resource. So the point being this, I want to wrap my point up in this. Look, if you see that the information that you're investing in, whether you're with producer marketing or whether you're not, if you see that the information that you're investing in is working for other people, and the good thing about producer marketing is that we have a telegram group and every single time someone makes a sale, they drop it into the chat. So you know it's working, which means that there's something that you're missing. Right. That has to beg the point that you must get in contact with us. You must get in contact with whoever, whether you're in or outside of our program to make sure that there's, you're not tripping up on something here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The difference between where you're at now and where you want to be is your fucking knowledge. True. True. This is so true. True. It's true. True. It's really true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, it's... Um, By the way, Mark, you were in my dream last night and we were at my mum's house and then you hell. started like swinging on my fucking staircase. Why? What the f I don't know. You were just swinging on it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> But to go back, I really feel like so many people, like, you cannot think that doing the same thing over and over again gets you to the point that you be successful. Yeah. This yeah, is so annoying. The definition of insanity. You do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. Right. It's like, of course, if you learn the piano, right, and you practice and you practice, on some day you will get bad on it. But the question is, if you do the same thing in terms of, all right, I'm going to eat now a cheeseburger and you want to lose weight, you won't lose weight by yeah, doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. Right, you have to change something. You have to get new knowledge on. Okay, this is what I have to eat to oh, look, like, you, you lose some weight. You could stop eating cheeseburgers, and you could still be a fat cunt because you don't do any exercise. Right, it's just the knowledge. It doesn't There's even matter things. of producer marketing or whatever. It's just in general. If you don't have the knowledge and you do the same thing over and over again, there won't be any difference. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I agree. Boom, ting. All right. So we got about 10 minutes left on here. Right. right? Um, and of course, the topic of today is sales. Mark, how did you start getting your first sales? Oh, this was so crazy. So you remember, I don't know if you guys know that, but the first, first time I went into sales was through David. Right. No, I'm talking about before that, when you actually start making your first money. Ah, oh, all right. So basically, that was when I first started posting. This right. was really like posting. I was posting and people hit me up and said, like, oh, I like this beat. And then there was like some dickheads that said like, yo, uh, how much is it? Yeah, 100. Oh my God, it's so much money. And I, I know. $100 is not a lot of money. Yeah, I know. If, but If you think $100 is a lot of money, then there's something that you need to sort out that we can't help you with. Right, right, right. right. But at the end of the day, then there was like, I was just lucky. This is like okay. what I would say. I had no fucking clue how to convince someone, how to overcome objections or whatever you want to call it. 
Right. Right. Um, okay, so you were just you were just posting. Were you DMing people? Mm, not really. In the I did, but it was like all the time. Okay, I texted them, and then I was like stuck because I like. Of course, I got sometimes I got lucky by because I texted like 80, 90, 100 rappers, and then two. So, you were texting people, or you weren't? Yeah, I were, but it was like the first, first like time I was just lucky, and then I was like going into okay, what can I do? Right, I was researching a lot, I started texting rappers, and then I was lucky and had like one or two shots. So, what year was this? Ah, oh, last year, like last year, okay. Yeah. So last year you really started texting people. Yeah, last year. Right, and and you just got lucky. It just so happened what they said. Yeah, I'll buy this beat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was okay. like uh, basically, I had a lot of I, I built a little customer base of people that was like uh, coming to me. Also with my recording studio. Return customers. Right, returning customers, and with my recording studio, this was what happening, and then mixing mastering. I did some um, audio engineering, live engineering. So this was basically how I uh, went from zero to one grand a month. All right, so if we remove all of the live stuff and the recording studio, let's imagine you're like me and you don't have a studio, which by the way, if you don't have a fucking studio, don't come at me at the excuse, well, I need to buy equipment first, bro. I don't have equipment. I have a computer that has some fucking shit on it. Sure. Oh, but I I need to get the super. No, 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 no. How much money know? is that making you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, the return on investment is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I didn't sure. even buy the computer. My dad bought it for me. In fact, my dad didn't even buy it for me. It was his. Yeah. Oh well, you you were raised from a silver spoon. No, I fucking wasn't. He bought it for himself, and I crossed my fingers and I got it. So, yeah. um, I always get criticised on Facebook for sounding. In the UK, there's this uh, slang, which is called Tory. And Tory is is slang for the Conservative Party. And the Conservative Party is like like the equivalent of the Republicans. Or the Repu- mm. Is it the Republicans? Yeah, in America. And people always think I'm some like fucking Tory, posh, um, silver spoon cunt. So that, that's just an insecurity I have. So I'm going to get back into my point. Um, the point being is that you don't need the equipment. Oh, yeah. And if we were... Wow, I'm getting really sidetracked. If we were to remove all of the um, recording shit, blah, 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 and we were only focusing on the internet, how much money would you be making a month back then? Uh, average, I think, 600 to 800, something between that. Okay, so that's not bad then. All right, yeah. so there, I know people that could probably pay their rent with that and there would be less stress. Right. Right. Um, all right. So what? And you're you're telling us that you literally just DM'd people and then you got sales from that. Yeah. Like, just think of that. If you tax two thousand seven hundred people or more than that a month, you can probably think that you get two, three, four, five, ten beat sales. And if it's then one hundred, two hundred, fifty, whatever, and you get to your six hundred, seven hundred, yeah, you just have just to put in the work. Emphasize that you were probably putting content out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, of course, right? right? Yeah, if you're not putting any fucking content out of you making beats, and it's just a picture of you and your dog. I mean, come on, bro. Look, if you went onto Dr. Dre's profile, and it was just a selfie of him sitting in Starbucks. And you've never heard of Dr. Dre before. 
you would you you would not fucking latch onto his profile. Right. Right. So your 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 content is important. If you went onto my profile, and it was just a photo of me sitting in a chair at an airport lounge, smiling, looking like a generic tourist, you would not. You wouldn't even think about buying beats from me. I've been DMing a bunch of rappers this week. They thought that I was a, a record label owner or a music company owner because of the way that I presented myself on social media. There's not a lot of beat videos. Well, there weren't a lot of beat videos. And um, and they thought I was just some like music mogul and they didn't really know what I was. <laughs> so if you're putting photos out, like, who are you? What's your identity on social media? If I go onto your page... And, and I can't see thousands of pieces of content, right? And by the way, I sit very ironic here. I, I have one post on my Instagram right now. But it's still working for me. But I'm talking about producers that need to make sales. And I can't see that you've got, you know, all, all of these pieces of content of you making beats. Then I'm not going to buy a fucking beat from you because you haven't put it in my face. Right. I've created a you know, a power base for my business. Those 70 people that I was talking about earlier, because a year ago I was posting beat videos and now I've just, I've nurtured those relationships and I've returned customers every single month, every single month. I have people that already know who I'm doing business with me because they want to do business with me. So look, producers trying to get new sales, man. Mm. Forget, forget producer marketing, forget sales. If it do, you know, put some outbound energy into your business and, you know, think of when an artist hits your page, do they want to buy beats or do they not really give a fuck about who you are? Yeah. Like, like, this is a big topic. Like, sorry for cutting in, but it, like, just think of, are you showing yourself as doing it as a full-time job or are you showing yeah. yourself as a hobby? Because if you do yeah, it as a hobby, like a hobby, then bro, they will text you and say like, oh, can we collab? You're doing that as a hobby like me. Let's do it together. Right? Yeah. This is what will happen. And there will not nobody like will text you, oh, can I buy a beat if your profile yeah. is looking like, I don't know. If you want to buy beats from Cash Money, oh, fuck me, I just fell over. Oh, dumb. People want to buy beats from Cash Money AP because he looks like a fucking a legend. If, if I go onto your page and it's just like, you, yeah, uh, my, my name's Beatmaker and I make beats and I'm from South Carolina and my favorite thing to do is make beats. And, and you, but it's just that you just look like a fucking hobbyist and not, no, no artist wants to mess with you. We're an extremely judgmental, insecure industry. Fact. So 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 start start latching onto it, man. Well, you know, get get. I'm not going to recommend anyone start getting insecure about themselves, but what I'm going to say is that separate yourself from your social media a little bit, not too much. Like I kind of separate myself from my social media, but it's still me, well, right? Because I present myself in the way that I want to be presented in, but I also draw the border between. I know the artists are going to fuck with me. Uh, But if you look like the fucking hobbyist who's just, you know, sitting behind an NPC and, oh, I make beats. No one, no one wants to fucking buy your shit. Right. This is like I'm just, we, we say that in German so often, that I is eating with you. Yeah. And it's so fucking the important. I, the I eats, no, 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 it's the... Um, I don't know how you call that in English. The I eats with... 
So basically, the, so look, like you have a good looking plate of food. It's probably going to taste good as well. If it looks like a pile of shit, it probably tastes like a pile of shit. So when someone goes onto your page, if you look like a pile of shit, your beats are probably shit. Right. It's just the way it is. Yeah, like this is like so crazy. If I go on a producer profile, I can tell if his beats are good or not. The eye eats with the mouth. Yeah, usually I can yeah. tell just by okay, how is he presenting himself? Sometimes, they, but this is like, it's like, it's like one percent. Let's say five percent. Five percent of the people I go on the profiles are like shitty profiles, but they have good beats, and I'm just thinking, bro, like, why are you presenting yourself like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It's you wouldn't shame. like follow Cardi B if she would just upload analyzer videos. You know what I'm trying to say, like. <laughs> Just think of that. Like Justin Bieber is uploading Drake is uploading not concert or Travis Scott is not uploading that yeah, like concert. Yeah, uploading a fucking trippy visualizer yeah. instead. Like visualizers, just visualizes and where he says like ah, the new hit coming now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is important. Like at the end of the day, guys, put in the work. If you don't. Like if you don't feel like producer marketing is something for you, just put in the fucking work. Because at the end of the day, if you say yeah, and, and another thing, this is a, a recurring topic that has come mm. up for quite a few days, and I was speaking to you about this probably on a no, it was on a podcast two days ago actually. I'm mm -hmm. um, no one owes you shit, and stop acting so entitled. Boy, yeah. I'm being very serious. Here. Yeah. I, I'm being serious, and th this is one thing that I will congratulate myself through about my throughout my entire life. And Mark, I know that you're like this as well. Mm. Um, I don't know where it was. Yeah, it was definitely the, the way that I was raised, but the way that I was, I kind of copied my dad on this point. Is um, look, like your faults are your faults. Right. You are responsible for what you bring in. You're to be measured on what you do and not what you talk about. And when it comes to growing your business, if something isn't working, there's no point getting emotional about it. Yeah, I remember my dad always talking to me about this. Like, what, why, are you, why are you moaning about something so small? Just find the fucking solution and stop complaining. Um, I, I actually like... Look, it's okay to get help, and it's also okay to show um, some type of... Every human will show at some point some type of emotional reaction to something, whether it's good, positive, bad. But at the moment, we're talking about usually what is affiliated with stress. Right. It's okay to feel stressed, but the point is, is find the fucking solution. Stop complaining. Oh, well, woe is me. Life is so bad. Yeah. Uh, I've done this for so many months and it hasn't worked. Well, yeah, bro, it hasn't worked because you haven't found something that works. Or you have found something that works and you have not worked on it hard enough. You know, the, the classic example of a musician that has so much talent, but, you know, bangs his head against the wall because he's been doing it for 10 years and hasn't broke through. No. The reason you haven't broke through is because you haven't gotten known by the right people in your industry. And then you got the other example of someone who isn't talented and, um, you know, is kind of just expecting everything to come their way. If things don't work like that, no, no one owes you shit. We're in an age right now where, oh, well, I demand great service and everything should be great and everything should be about me. One thing, again, that I'll congratulate myself for is that 
I'm a, I'm a pretty polite guy, right? You may not, I say cunt quite a lot and I swear quite a lot in these podcasts, so that probably sounds a little bit ironic to some of you, but I am a pretty polite person. I always show people that I don't know respect. When I get to know you, I probably won't show you as much respect. Like the more that I get to know you, the more disrespectful I can't. That's just the way it is. There's nothing bad about it. <laughs> I mean, Mark, you probably feel this, right? Uh. I, do, I do it with my mom as well. I also do it with my dad. It's, it's just the way it is. I, I just, I, I have high standards and I live up to them, right? And I get pissed off when something doesn't work. But the point being is that one thing that I'll congratulate myself for is that I am very polite and upfront and blah, blah, blah. But I will never expect you to give me something back for that politeness. Right. My dad taught me this. You should do something unconditionally if you're going to do something do it unconditionally if you're going to give someone a consultation you should give them a consultation because you want to help them not because you want to get paid you should do something whether you're going to get paid in some way form of a or another um you should do something that that, that you want to do it anyway you should do music because you want to do it anyway there shouldn't be some type of condition in there mm. and look you can bring conditions in but when you want to bring these conditions in, it's up to you to make sure that everything is in check and it's being done the right way. So stop, stop fucking complaining. Oh, well, it isn't working for me. Well, then find the solution. It's yeah. out there. And also to cut in real quick, I want you, I don't know if you're like an artist or producer or whatever, I want you to stop thinking that everyone wants something negative from you. Just stop that. I'm like so sick of that. I'm texting. I'm complimenting yeah. someone with no like like nothing I wanted from him. Nothing. I just want to yeah. say, yo, you're cool. I like what you do. I like your yeah. beats. And then I get a message back like yeah. so rude. And I was like, fucking hell, what happened? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's being self, they're self-entitled. Yeah, it's crazy. Just yeah. think about some people see things just positive and mean things positive instead of mm -hmm. just thinking that negative bro i'm so no sick one's of that. out to get you Fuck no yeah. one's out to get and you. if they still want to you can just say no but just mm -hmm. like bro what's happening mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah i just gave you a compliment thank you respect <sighs> Fuck. yeah unrespectful bitches <laughs> uh but look guys i'm we're gonna bop I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, um, in fact, congratulations if you... Now he's gone. Okay, I will end the podcast. Hopefully he will come back. I don't even know. So if you have any questions, let us know, guys. You hear that David is uh, re uh, reconnecting. I don't know. Uh, you can email us mark at producermarketing.co.uk or david at producermarketing.co.uk and we see each other in the next one.